rest in peace, Jessica Walter. I I'd like to I I I don't want to speak for both of us, but I want to dedicate this episode to Jessica Walter, who played Lucille Bluth in Arrested Development and Mallory Archer in Archer. Absolutely hilarious. I think a super underrated character in both of them, uh, who died peacefully in her sleep. So thank you, Jessica, for all of the joy and laughs you brought us. We got quite a lot to talk about. We got a banger. Choose a number one today. through four. Three. Uh, okay. P- PS5 first impressions. Go, baby. I got a PS5. Did I, did we talk about the fact that I was getting one last no, week? No, maybe you mentioned it. I think quickly. I had ordered one. Well, you got it now. I got well, it. It matters that it's in your paws. <laughs> it's in my paws. I really wish I brought it just literally so what? I could, we could set it up on like a monitor. So you on my just... 720p <laughs> yeah, what, like, TV what monitor that? from college. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. That's a great <laughs> way to show off the PS5. J- no, literally the controller. I want you to feel the controller. It's incredible. Mm. Um, so I got it. I set it all up. It was okay. a it was a weirdly engaging setup process. Like Why it takes that? you through like step one. Do you want to sign in with your account? And it speaks to you, not speaks to you, but like all the text is like in such a casual lingo. It's like, hey Chris, yeah, you got a PS5. Way to go. Yeah, it, pretty much. And it's like, how much data do you want to share? Just your friends only. Keep it tight or like <laughs> spread the love or something right, like that. Right. It's like if you spread the love, you're pretty much going to share all of your info with everybody who wants to see it, which is cool. But if you want to keep a little tighter lid on it, why don't you just share it with your friends? Or if you just want a uh, game in uh, solitude or whatever like that, you want to choose this option. But like that's literally how it's written. That's pretty cool. Uh, and it was relatable, like weirdly casual. Um, but uh, also thing is fucking massive <laughs> so you, you have it vertical i have it vertical behind my tv because my girl was like i don't want to see it it's so ugly is it bright it's yeah it lights up and it's like a big white oyster yeah yeah is <laughs> it is it loud huge. it's silent i okay. cannot hear it i even like listened behind the tv when i was yeah. running uh astro's yeah, yeah. playroom yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. i like muted the tv nothing that's cool yeah okay so, uh, which so. you will hear the ps4 that i just gave you but that's fine we'll talk about the ps4 in a bit um what were you gonna ask well i'm hoping you're about to get to it but how does it partner as a pair with that beautiful beautiful oh, tv <laughs> the next gen ready tv that i have yes the the sony xc 900h or whatever <laughs> uh yes uh from costco um it's beautiful uh I literally I turn it on and it does like this sparkly like startup animation and I like booted it all up myself but then I like installed the updates and just gave it a restart and then my girlfriend came in so she could like see it and she was like uh, cleaning up after dinner or whatever and I was like I'm so excited to set up my PS5 and she's like you could go set up the PS5 I'll take her dishes so I was like thanks baby uh, 
set it up and then rebooted it. She sat on the couch and she looked at it. It's like, Plum. it does like this new opening animation that I haven't heard yet and all the sparkles. And she goes, ooh. <laughs> so like literally the opening, like just, oh, it's so cool. Uh, it's like just gold dust being blown across the street, uh, across the screen. Oh, that's nice. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice. Um, then I downloaded some of the PlayStation Plus collection. Um, okay. Uh, which we'll come back to in a minute, but okay. uh, all the crazy, like the best PS4 games that you could download on the PS5 uh, okay. for having PlayStation Plus. God of War. Down- uh, God of War. Yep, right. that's the first thing I downloaded. Oh, Last nice. of Us Remastered. Uh, Uncharted 4, just in case I want to play through that again because it's so amazing. Um, and then Ratchet and Clank, Bloodborne, which I've always been interested in but never played. And then uh, Final Fantasy 15. If I ever just like let's see what this is all about. I might boot it up one day and right. then probably I will get hooked on it because it's an action RPG, which I could get a little bit more into. Um, downloaded all those. And then while those were downloading, uh, played Astro's Playroom, which is the pack-in game that's installed on it. Uh, that's supposed to like show off uh, what it does. It's like, I think the Wii found that so well with Wii Sports. It's like consoles do that now. They give you a pack-in game to like show off what this console can do. My one sentence review is at, for Astro's Playroom is it is the best pack-in game to show off what the console can do. I gasped and laughed out loud because of how cool some of the features it was showing me really? was. Yeah, like, and like did the thing of like, baby, baby, do this, do this, press the trigger, see how it feels. And she's like, why is it doing that? <laughs> <laughs> like, it is weird. And like, she like leaned over at me and she's like, is there sound coming out of the controller? And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. It's so cool. So the controller has the touchpad that the PS4 has. Okay. Uh, It has haptic feedback in uh, both like palm rests, like the the nubbins that you hold onto, and vibration, haptic vibration in both triggers. Uh, It has, I think it's called adaptive triggers, which I didn't really get. Like it, it, it was explained to me on paper, but it's one of those things that you don't get until you squeeze it. They can control via software how hard the triggers are to pull. Resistance. Yeah. They yeah. increase and decrease the resistance for whatever the game wants it to. So like in like a Call of Duty, if you have like a pistol or something, it'll be like super light. But if you have like an M60, you have to like squeeze the trigger. And then when you squeeze it, literally the right trigger will go like so like you'll feel it in your right hand. And like I like showed her and my like you could see like the tip of my finger bouncing because it was vibrating. And she was like, why are you doing that? like that's the vibration (laughs) uh and then the the haptics are like so precise that they just i literally i booted up astro's playroom and it went to the main menu screen and said astro's playroom right and then like astro jetpacked up and just walked across the text because it's like 3d text and he's like and you hear his footsteps coming out of the controller and you feel his footsteps walking across the controller because they dialed up the haptics from left to right as he's walking. And because it's haptics, it's not like it's like it's just like little clicks in the controller. Okay. So it literally feels like there's a little robot walking across your controller. 
And then they're like, the controller has a motion sensor. Tilt it sideways. And you like tilt it sideways. And you see like a bunch of robots climb into the controller on the screen. And then you tilt it sideways. And you could like feel them. Like the controller is hollow. And it's like filled with beans. And you could like feel them hit the left wall as you tip it to the left. It was, It's really cool. And I think way That's back neat. when we talked about the next gen consoles, like yes. what are we excited for? I was like, it's going to be all about that controller. The controller. Yeah. And for me, it so is. So far, it's completely distracting from the game. <laughs> I'm really? just like, ooh, this controller is so cool. <laughs> Where like I want to be immersed in the game more, but I could definitely see there's going to be some things that use it really cool. That's that leads right to the question I wanted to ask. What was the first game you played besides Ast- that? Astros Playroom, and then uh, the first like full game, like ten minutes of God of War, because I was like, I need to see this game in 4K 60 FPS. So you you and her are now doing the God of War play? Not God of War. She was like, I'm not ready for that. Because I showed her like the trailer for it and she's like, that looks awesome. And I'm sure the story's really cool and it's gonna be really fun to watch. But like it just seems like a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be a roller coaster ride for about 20 hours. Yeah. Um so I just she went to bed and I just like, let me just play the first 10 minutes. And I'm not gonna spoil it for you because you're about to play it. I'm I about think. to play it. Um but there's a there's a, a fight that you get into fairly early in the game. And I played up until that point. I was like, this is amazing. I'm going to stop this now and not get too far into it and just delete my save. So when she's ready to watch it, we'll start from scratch. Um, but really good, beautiful 60 FPS 4K. And then uh, we decided to play like the first thing we're going to play on it is The Last of Us Remastered, which is a PS4 game mm-hmm. um, that it was a it was actually a ps3 game remastered on the ps4 with either the ps4 pro do you want the enhanced fps or the enhanced graphics Mm -hmm. uh and the enhanced graphics and we'll try to get the fps as high as we can as well so i was like uh that one because i got a ps5 now yes can probably do the graphics just fine yes boy howdy can it do it just fine yeah (laughs) yeah so it's i don't think it's 4k but it's it's like 3k if you want to call it that um it's like 1800p instead of 2160 which i think is 4k okay um and then it's like it's from what i can tell silky smooth 60 fps so we watched that (laughs) she said that god of war was probably gonna be a little too much so we played just the intro of the last of us and she's like oh boy maybe should have went with god of war (laughs) because that game is dark immediately oh yeah that's a dark storyline oh yeah horrible storyline yeah but yeah it's it's good and then I had a realization. Uh-oh. <laughs> the most fun I'm having with this with this console is with a PS4 game and a PS4 remaster of a PS3 game. Yeah. But I'm still having a great time. And Astro's Playroom, just like giggling like a little kid well, at how cool the controller is. Okay, so let me put it this way then. What is the thing you're most looking forward to with the PS5? I mean, God of War Ragnarok, or whatever it's going to be called. The next God of War. Yeah. Um... I ended up getting the disc version because uh, for those of you out there who want a PS5, just Google all the PS5 back in stock notification Twitter accounts uh, and just follow all of them. Turn on the bell icon and it's just going to annoy the shit out of you for a couple days because they tweet some garbage and they're like, hey, here's a picture of a fan who got one. This is why we do it. And it's like, great. Thank you for buzzing that at one in the morning. But um, but then one time I was just like I was sitting there and it was on my desk. And it, it, you were there with me when I ordered it. We yeah. were on a we were on a call, <laughs> um, but uh, it was just like bzz, get in line now for the Sony. Sony's doing uh, availability, like limited availability. Get in the queue. So I was like, eh, why not? I hopped in the queue. It was like estimated time forty five minutes. So I just propped my phone up, kept doing my thing, uh, and then forty five minutes later, I was like, you're in the queue. 
I was like, oh shit, hold on. And we were talking and I was like, wait, give me a second. It's bye, bye, bye. Credit card, sign in, log, shipping address. Done. It's done. <laughs> and then I got the email notification. I'm like, oh my God, I did it. <laughs> so I literally just follow those accounts. I told a bunch of people at work that and yeah. a couple of them have already been like, it worked. I got hey. one. They tweeted at me. I clicked on it. I got one. That's good. Um, so that's literally all I have to do. It's like save yourself the headache of trying to find one. Cool. So here's what I like about your situation the most. Yeah. You also have a PC rig. Yes. Now, between the two of us, I'm more of a PC gamer than a console gamer. Yep. And between the two of us, you're more of a console gamer than a PC gamer. I'd say so. Switch is my primary these That's days. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? Since like 2017. Yes. But we both have both. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have an Xbox One. Now I have a PS4 thanks to your your kindness. I mean, you got my hand-me-down. <laughs> Your hand, yes, that's what the Xbox One was. That was a hand me down too. <laughs> You're kind of making out with all these. Yeah, my friend Tim was like, "I got the 4K. I don't care about this. It's literally taking up space in my cabinet for <laughs> for the 4K one. So yeah. do you want it so you can play at least? Yeah. Because at the time, I didn't even have a PC. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, cool, thanks, man. I haven't played video games in quite some time, and that's kind of what helped get me back into it. Yeah. So it's it's great, and I'm super happy about it. But uh, I, I'm curious about. Is it is it, are one of these things going to collect more dust now, right? Ooh, the you have PC, a Switch, Switch and a PS Five. How much contention does that PC rig you have, which is a great, P- you're rocking an i seven, right, or an i nine? I nine. Yes, you're rocking like creme de la creme for the most part, except for not having a twenty eighty, yeah, or a thirty eighty or whatever, yeah. or thirty sixty. Got a ten eighty Ti graphics card, in yeah, I-9. which I have now as well, which is more than enough for what I'm doing. Oh yeah, you did get one. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah, it's fine. I could max out every game I've wanted to play on it so far. So. Yeah, I don't need to upgrade my GPU yeah. for probably a while. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's so fine. So which one of mine is going to collect the most dust? Well, obviously, like the PC, I think, right? But like, I'm trying to think of what would bring you into the PC rig more. I Anything? I don't think my PC. Because I... Really? Yeah, because I'm hopefully going to be playing that a little bit more soon. I use, I mean, I use it every Sunday, not for like gaming. But oh, for, right, right, I right. I play D&D um and then every once in a while i'll just like boot it up and play some like portal or uh, like a game of overwatch or something like that here and there okay. um but it's also like i use it as a pc i think more than i use it for gaming ah, so if okay, the okay. gaming portion of the pc could collect dust oh yeah it's dusty yeah um yeah. but th- i think that's going to change soon and i think realistically if i do i have plans to play the pc game a little bit more if i do that the ps5 is going to collect the most dust i know that you think so <laughs> yeah i mean i'm going to play the last of us with my girlfriend if she's into that then we're going to do the last of us 2 uh we'll probably need a break from the last of us cuz it takes a lot out of you yeah it does uh and then i've heard the last of us 2 makes you want to die yes uh, it does but it's incredible yes it does uh and then we'll do god of war uh which is a lot better but I mean, it's still, it's rough. <laughs> it's, it's an emotional trek. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll do some of those. I mean, yeah, I guess I do. I'm probably going to be playing the PS5 quite a bit. Um, yeah. So, I mean, not the switch because part of what I'm, I, I want to get into streaming a little bit and right. what I want to start streaming is, is some switch stuff. So I got the Elgato oh, capture card. Hook well. up to the Elgato. I and... got it on the same day as a PS5. It was a very <sighs> magical day. Oh, that's <laughs> um, great. That's that's great. But yeah, I want to get into that a little bit. Uh, stay tuned for that. Anybody's interested, but I'm gonna be doing Switch stuff there. PS5 is gonna be like playing with my girlfriend stuff because that's on the big TV that's in the shared living room. So mm-hmm. it's either we're playing like Mario Party together, or we're watching something on TV, or we're gonna be playing those PS5 like story based games. Right. 
Um, and then the P I mean, yeah, I guess the gaming half of the PC is going to collect most dust, but I still use it as a PC quite a bit. Correct. Which is the most <laughs> like that's over, fine overkill use. It, of, oh, and one hundred percent is. I have what an you have. i nine to use Google Chrome for four <laughs> hours on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely a bit much, but yeah. I mean, it's it, it's you're ready for it. Okay, so that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm also um. Did I tell you the the I recently played Overwatch again with Scam for a very short bit? A very short bit. Okay. Yeah. I think I think it took us one point out of like a two point capture mm-hmm. before it was already creeping back in. Like the fucking like oh I'm glad we don't have hit scan for the Pharah. That's the rage. great. Like we don't <laughs> I'm glad our DPS just don't care about the fact that we're getting sliced. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Oh, yeah. No, we don't need to take care of the, the pharmacy. That's exactly. fine. We the can just classic. keep dying. That, yeah. that good, good Overwatch feeling. Yeah. So and, and like I was complaining about it with scam over comms where I, I, we were talking in Discord. And I was like, dude, this is why this game gets so frustrating. You need to have a six stack of friends, of people oh, yeah. you know. You cannot play this game competitively in, in ranked mode and have a good time. Unless you have a group of cohesive people, playing yeah, which with you. could happen with randos. Oh, one out of eighty. When that happens, though, God, is it not the best feeling in the world? Oh, yeah. I've had games was like, yeah, hell yeah, guys, great job. Does anybody want to like party up and like stick together? And it's like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, and yeah, one oh, guy's like, I got one more game in me, yeah. and I remember there was one. I was like, no, come on, we need you. You were so good at healing. And yeah. it's like you have like this rant, like. All six people are randos, and like we slayed, and then we it's, like slayed for two or three games. It's like a state of flow, yeah, <laughs> that like everybody kind of like taps into, yeah. And it's like, just, yeah. Do you guys want to like get an apartment together? Where yeah. are you guys living? <laughs> we could do this every every other day, right? Oh God, yeah. could you imagine? Oh, it'd be great, it'd be great. But anyways, but you only so. played for a little bit. Yeah, 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 and then I stopped. I've been playing uh, the forest with one of my mm. with my oldest, like my longest tenured friend. Um, tenured <laughs> yeah like he's my fr- he's the most uh, veteran friend yeah when I think about the person I've been like best friends with for the longest period of time it's him yeah uh, so I've been and he lives so far away he lives like an hour and a half away yeah uh, so it's not like we could see each other uh, even if we we could you know with COVID and everything so we were just like dude we haven't seen each other in almost almost two years at this point yeah and we both live in the same state this is fucking ridiculous and it was just yeah but like we're so close it's like there's no point in talking like let's just facetime it's like well no like what is there to talk about like we've kind of like no i've known you since high school like it's like there's not much to just really catch up on yeah so instead it was just what if we both never played the forest? It made its rounds with streamers. It looks a lot of fun. A little bit of building, crafty, little creepy, weird, uh, like some combat. Let's try it out. So every Wednesday for like three hours, we played the forest. We played from like seven thirty until like ten thirty. That's amazing. And we just we both have our Discord. We do a video Discord call. Yeah. And then we I have, we have dual monitors, so we're like have the full screen Discord like video call, friend face, friend face, and then like the. <laughs> the game and we just play the game and it's, that's that's really good it's great catching up but it's that or warzone and that's all i play yeah uh again tried overwatch again rage was creeping back in pretty quick of just like yeah no that's cool oh the tracer that's fine i guess nobody cares to worry about the tracer who's just <laughs> killing all of our heels from just behind. gotta let that go when you feel that creeping in it's like nope time for a different game. you know why it's because i'm so used to call the duty where there's no such thing as like foot off the pedal 
Mm. It's it's so like personal in Warzone. Like it's so competitive feeling at all times. Yeah. So I couldn't. I can't like. I I don't know. I just couldn't tune off that. So yeah, like switch back into that Overwatch mode. Yeah, it's like, Overwatch like that. Hey, you're gonna be frustrated. But, but you I still had gotta that. Remember, I had that chill. I had oh, that chill. Yeah, you then listen, listen like, to Kaigo. Yeah, uh, listening to like just like this low tempo shit while i play quick play and just like tune out it's like yeah man whatever mute the whole chat yeah just healing <laughs> whatever i'm doing my best it's fine um i did not have that with skin <laughs> were you playing competitive no but just you have to realize like back especially back when scam and i lived together that's all we played like yeah, it was oh, like yeah, i remember hardcore all the time so every time i would play with him it's just it was like it was like you know like 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 maverick and goose it's like the the, the cockpit's closing down yeah. on us and it's like we're ready to go could it's, you imagine a gaming rig like that oh god <laughs> like a fr- front to back at <laughs> a dangerous cool. setup where like oh. <laughs> be insane but yeah i just i just get so like it's pavlovian of like getting hyped up because scam playing with scam yeah she's like let's go like it's like this is what we play for like just getting into it every and time womp, i play womp. with them. yeah and it's just someone womp. won't switch off a of hanzo and then we're both tanks and nobody can heal or kill the nobody can dps or heal so okay cool we'll just keep dying yeah cool i miss the old days uh back when overwatch launched uh because i was there day one it was quick pay only quick play only no hero limit so it's not like you have to have X amount of tanks, X amount right. of healers, and no like no hero limit. So you that could have, was, you could go six Reinhardt's no. deep. <laughs> that was that was the wild west when you could when you, you weren't locked into roles. Yeah, and you weren't two 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 because two 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 became the meta because it was like oh what if we run like four tanks and two supports? Like, yeah, nope, like maybe maybe on this part, but it was just it's always two two two. 222 always dominates. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, but it wasn't even like... I played a game where uh, I was one of five Reinhardts making a force field around a Bastion. And it's like, no, you're fucked. <laughs> like, just go away. <laughs> that, the one thing I want to give a lot of props to Overwatch to, especially Blizzard with it, is that they're willing to experiment with it. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. They literally have a mode called like experimental mode. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just <laughs> random shit. You know what I think is going to help with that feeling of Overwatch rage that we get? And you get rage because people aren't doing what they're supposed to. I get disappointed in those people. Like a fatherly, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed type of feeling. And then I just get bummed that I lost so hard. Like the other team just wiped the floor with us. And I'm like, God, how is this game balanced? But then you have those really close nail biter games. And yep. then you like you have those really like, oh man, we totally killed on this game. But what's going to help with that that fatherly disappointment that i get and that overwatch rage that you get is overwatch 2's overwatch 2 is very focused on pve yes so it's going to be six people going against these custom built levels that are going to be feel like come on everybody's got to do their best and and things like that and yeah there's like a story mode and i th- i think it could be really fun a lot of people are like overwatch 2 they're just trying to like it's milk basically it. a forty dollar like skin upgrade. Yeah, they're pack. trying to milk it. I but get it. I get they're it. They're doing like a huge story mode, which is what I've really always wanted. From oh, Overwatch. the story in that is great. So I'm I'm excited for that. I mean, look, I also think it's the fact I don't have a competitive outlet, mm. and I think once hockey gets going again, and I'm back on the ice, and there I'm I'm sweating, I'm you know sweating it out. Like yeah. I think that's gonna help. It's just I think it comes from hockey too, though, where it's just. When you see a teammate not trying hard enough, yeah, that's infuriating. It's like, oh, yeah. bro, I am skating my 
ass off to try to do something and you're just like what's the hockey version of not switching off of hanzo i'm not switching off of hanzo um uh in my opinion not oh easy um not skating like gliding oh yeah like so for example i'm not the fastest skater but if somebody gets behind me i don't just stop skating and be like oh well they're fast fuck that i'm chasing that person down until until the whatever happens until, until they score one of us runs out of breath or, or re- because guess what happens sometimes they think they're going to get it in they don't the goalie stops it and i'm there to help clear the puck instead, instead of, of like 10 seconds away or instead because i've seen it yeah where the guy just has all the time in the world because there's nobody there mm. to interfere and it's just no you don't give up on the play you yeah. skate like i don't know i just i don't know if it's because how I was raised in hockey with the with the coaches and and people like that 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 brought me into the community. Mm-hmm. But it was just always if you're not scoring, then you're stopping the scoring for yep. the other team. And if and if like there's no such thing as not trying. Yeah, you have to give a hundred percent, and you always play for your goalie because your goalie has to give a hundred percent. Because if your goalie doesn't give a hundred percent and they decide to take their foot off the gas, every puck goes in, and then nobody has a game. Mm. So if you want to. If you want effort, if you expect effort from somebody, you give effort. So you go out there and you don't stop putting in work. Yeah. So that was, hmm. that's been like drilled into me. Interesting. For a long time. So like when I see people not skating hard or not back checking period, that's infuriating too. It's like yeah. fucking back check. I don't <laughs> care if you're going to be late into the zone to cover your, your, your part. I don't give a shit. Just fucking back check. Mm. Just do it. Like the amount of times where I, I am reading a breakout and it's gonna I know it's going to be a two-on-one and I have to race back to make it a two-on-one and I, I see my teammates not even fucking doing shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, you fucking bitches. Like, you really get into this rage. Yes. Yeah, because like, you know what I, you know I want to do? Sometime in the future, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite you to come and hang out and just because you've never seen me play hockey i would love to and you can watch me play in this pickup and you can see how i play and you'll be like yep that makes sense <laughs> like that makes sense that, yeah, he's going annoyingly hard yes like right <laughs> it's just like it just enrages me that it's like it's a two-on-one and if nobody skates hard it stays a, it's going to be a two-on-zero breakaway mm-hmm. fuck that i'm going to try to do something because that's what i can do right the amount of times i've been a forward and I skate back yeah. to cover for a defenseman who's not skating. And it's just yeah. like, you bitch. Like, <laughs> fucking skate. It's like, stay on the payload, man. Well, yeah. But I also, I, 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 oh, I, I scream this all the time. I say, get off if you're tired. Because I, I can't stand it. <laughs> oh, the, man. Get off if you're tired. Because if your excuse is like, no, sorry, man, I was too tired. Get off the fucking ice. Well, that's someone who's not tired. Yeah. yeah. I'll go skate. Like, I'm tired too, but I clearly am in better shape than you, so I'll go skate. And that's how I get a thousand calories burned in an hour on my Apple Watch that you get notifications for. What's your, like, (laughs) reputation on the team? Are you, like, the that guy of... Like what do you mean? What's what's that guy? What I no like it could be a, there's any type of that guy like that guy who that guy who's always too tired or that guy who goes way too hard or that guy who yells at people oh, or that um, guy who's too aggressive. I don't go. I'm not like I don't know. Like I, I guess I could say I'm not the guy that uh, is like the agitation of always going too hard. Like I mm. don't go too hard. Okay. Like there's guys who they're doing plays where I'm like, bro, it's fucking up private pickup i don't need to be high stick to the back of the head 
<laughs> There's because, no scouts here. <laughs> because you're trying to fucking deflect a slap shot in. Yeah. And like you want to like I get high sticked in the face. <laughs> like I've said this. Like I had one guy. I like I, I wheeled on a guy. Like I just I hard turned. I mm-hmm. punch turned on a guy. And he like slashed me. And I cleared the puck. And I was like, bro, are you? did you really like... I said, I said, calm the fuck down. It's a private game with friends. I want to come so bad. Like, relax. Post-COVID, I am there. And, but, like, he's a guy that gets really into it. And I was just like, Joey, what are you doing? I said that. I was like, Joey, what are you doing? Your New York came out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he was just like, I'm sorry, man. And I was just like, fucking relax, dude. I'm like, fucking relax, man. Come on. It's pickup. Like, chill. I know you're mad that I just fucking wheeled on you. It's not a big deal. Like, you're going to get the puck again. It's fine. Yeah. I guess my attitude is, or my reputation is that I'm the guy that always... Tr- <laughs> I'm the... I, know, I, I, I don't know what you would call me, but I know the kind of guy I am because mm. they, all, they all yell at me for yes, it. Yes, this is what I want. It's when they're like... <laughs> They're 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 tired, right? There'll be somebody who's out of shape. Yeah. Who's just skating slower because <laughs> because they're tired. And you know I care about my fitness because I like playing hockey. Yeah. And I'll be like barreling down on them full speed <laughs> to get the puck. <laughs> and they'll be yelling at me as I come down on them because they'll see me and they'll be screaming like, Fuck you, Matt. Like, no, like <laughs> You are that guy. Like, don't do it, Mac. Don't fuck you. You are that guy to me in the garage when we're working out. <laughs> and I'll like, just, I see you taking out like a the the stool or whatever the thing is the called. The bench. The bench. Yeah. I see you taking out the bench. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> just calm down. And it's like, yeah, calm down. I guess I'm the you should calm down guy. Even though like I'm not intense. I don't slash. I don't get physical. I don't do anything like egregiously dangerous either. But it's you're just, never casual about it. You're never like, oh, let's just have fun. It's like, no, let's win. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just, I skate. Yeah. I, I put it that way. I just, I keep the feet moving. I skate on it. Yeah. I, I skate on it. I, like, I, that's the only way I can say it. And they'll just be like, f- like, they're just, they get mad because there'll that's be times. So funny. Because like, we'll be, we'll be getting <laughs> changed. <you> <laughs> <laughs> like they have the puck and they see you barreling towards yes. them they're like no fuck you fuck yes. yes or we're racing for a puck like we'll be like equal distance and they're like st- like we'll start skating towards it and i'll just be like fucking hu- like afterburner time let's hustle and they're just they'll say the same thing like friday give you. me a little more juice <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they're just like fuck you fuck you man relax fuck you and i'm just like going for the puck you are that guy but, can but, confirm. But like, I don't turn it on to them. I'll just like stick, lift, take the puck, and go. And but they're just like, fuck. Um, they always get mad when I'm just like, guys, let's just like, I don't know. I'll be like tired or sore. Yeah. And I'll we'll be we'll be getting changed, and I'll be saying something like, let's take it easy, guys. Right? I'm getting old. I feel kind of tired. And they're all just like, fuck you. <laughs> Like, you say this, and then 30 minutes in, you're going to be going 120%. Like, fuck you. And I guess that's, like, the thing that just comes out. Because even if I am that tired, like, something flips where I just go, like, I have to skate harder. Yeah. I have to just go. I have to go. That's that's in your blood. That's the way you play games, too. Like, when you play Overwatch, it's just, like, you you have to go. (laughs) Like, yeah, I have to. You unlock the secret part of you with that Kygo thing you were doing. (laughs) Where you're like, oh, I can just have fun. (laughs) But you're like, no, you have to go. I can have, uh, the only time I have fun where I'm not going super intense in hockey is anytime I'm playing with a group of people that are clearly below my skill level. Mm. Because I don't need to. Yeah. So I can just like clearly, I can just literally play back and just be like, cool, have fun. Like, yeah. Here's the puck. Oh, okay. open up. Here's a pass. Like, 
<laughs> it's I get I'm chill in hockey at times, yeah. but it's just when I see, especially when like there's a certain like there's like five dudes that play with us that I know are good. And when I see them with the puck, I'm always just like, fuck you. And I just like, we play hard against each other. Yeah. They do the same to me. When I get the puck, they're like, fuck Matt. Like, they're just going to. So like the, the good guys know the good guys. So we turn it up on each you other. You dial it up for we each other. We dial yeah. it up for each other. Yeah. And then like when we go against like lesser people, we're like, I don't need to be an asshole. Yeah. It's but like, I could fine. still like overtake them or something. But like. I don't need to. It's yeah. more fun not to. And then yeah. they save up the energy. So when it's like another good player, it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So, <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, when when it's, when it's like all relatively normal, because I don't think guests can even be there right now. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, You should come down and just like bundle up and just watch and you can be like in the stands. Being like, I'd, I'd love to. I In that group chat we have when we did the crazy workout challenge, um, I was like, crazy idea for the next challenge. Do one of every single Apple Watch fitness activity, and one of them is hockey. Yes. Which you got to just, just start pressing the hockey button. Because I Why, get like, what do a, I do? dubs burned a thousand calories. Other. And it's like, <laughs> just say hockey. You're doing hockey. I just scroll and find it then. It's easy. You have to find it once, and then it puts it on like your favorites. Oh, right, right. So just do me a favor. Wednesday right. or April 11th or whatever yes, it is. Yes, that week. I'll do it. That reminded me of the way I play Mario Kart 8, where I always go. It's like, I'm here to kill. To, to, yes. Yeah, to Zero 100%. To 100. Yeah. Zero to 100. And like, some people have gotten mad at me. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm <laughs> holding on to a shell, and I'll like get I'll right in front of someone, and I'll like look behind them in the rear view mirror, and they're like right behind me, throw it backwards. Yeah. Got him. It's just <laughs> like, you were in front of me. <laughs> and it's like, uh, sorry, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, I'm not being an asshole. It's just that's I, the game. This is how you win, and now you're farther behind me. <laughs> and if yeah. you hit me with a red shell, you now have two extra seconds you need to make up, and you're not going to because I'm driving faster than you, and I'm better at drifting than you. Um, <laughs> But it's like, I can't dial that down. Yes. I've never been able to like, literally the way I do it is sometimes I'll like see a turn coming and I just won't turn. I'll just ram into the wall for a second. I don't know how to fake, like dial it down a little bit. Like you probably can for hockey. Just don't skate. You saw hard. me dial it down in smash. Yes, I did. When that was me being like, oh man, we got to go. But then I was like, oh no, I don't. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I could just I dash. go into like the semifinals. I could just dash dodge yeah. until the semifinals and then I can like start attacking with, yeah. with seriousness. So, um, that's interesting though. Uh, question for you. Yes. C- total change of pace. Let's do what it. you now have my hand me down PS4 pro. Yes. Star Wars battlefront two edition. Yes. Um, cause so I got the PS five. Uh, it's mostly set up for you. Yes. It's got all my games on it still it's ready for you to set up your account yes. it's got pretty much every good ps4 game you could ask for what are you starting with what's your plan god what of are you war. excited for starting with god of war i've only heard about it and seen snippets i've wanted to play it for a long time but never enough to be like i'm gonna buy a playstation like, yeah. nope I'm, I'm gonna wait until i get a hand me down playstation <laughs> i but i was never even i just assumed i would never play it yeah i was just like i'm not gonna play it i'm not gonna spend hundreds of dollars on one game and be yeah. like i'm done yeah exactly so i mean yeah i mean my xbox is used for some 360 games and uh uh minecraft right now and that's yeah. pretty much I, I still have to finish red dead so like that's pretty much it you know what i mean we could play red dead on the ps4 i could do rdr2 on <laughs> yeah i could start um, over that's pretty much it i mean you got uncharted do you have any interest in uncharted uh i do the latest one i do because yeah. i only played up to three 
Oh, okay, cool. So I, I was going to say, if you haven't played any of them, you could just hop into four and I have uh, one. Have I have one and two. Yeah. For my PS3. Oh, right. Yeah. So the like big fat boy that you got. Oh yeah. The chonk. Um, <laughs> the chonk. The chonk. <laughs> I got a war. Uh, do you have Spider-Man? I ha- had it on the disc and then I traded it in. So I do not have Spider-Man. That's okay. like the one big one that I don't have. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about Spider-Man too. Cause I've heard that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but right now, God of War is like the big, like, yeah, I, I, I'd say pretty definitively that it is the best PS4 game. I haven't played the last of us two and I haven't beaten horizon zero dawn. Maybe I'll play last of us. I don't know. I don't like, I don't like that kind of game. Yeah, games that just make you feel bad. <laughs> well, it's just like, I don't need to... It's like why I don't watch like super dark movies and shit mm. or TV show. Just like, I don't need to see suffering and... and, and I, I, don't, I don't need to experience more suffering yeah, in no, this I world. Like, I think there's I enough suffering. I could try to defend it, but I just... I respect your decision. On <laughs> like, and it's nothing against the game. I'm sure I will eventually because I'll be like, oh, everybody keeps you know jerking off about it. I'll play exactly. It. Just but, that style. Yeah, yeah, it's like me with music. It's like, yeah, Elliot Smith is great. Like, I'm not. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I just don't need it right now. So, God of War probably. Um, that's it, man. That's the only thing I there's have a, to finish it. Like, I was really enamored. Do. You really do because there is yeah. a thing I have not talked about at all, and it happens in like the second half of the game, and that's why I was like. This is a fucking different thing, this yes. game. <laughs> so I want to play that really bad. I mean, I remember I got so into RDR2, I poured myself a glass of bourbon the second night I was playing it. Because yeah. I was just like, I can't, I just want to have some whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I need to have a whiskey right now. And it just felt so good. Yeah. Uh, I was like really, really deep in rdr2 and then it just life happened and i just stopped yeah exactly so i just i don't want that to happen to god of war yeah so we'll see we'll see but um i'm I'm assuming i'm gonna finish it just out of the principle of you gifting me uh ps4 pro so (laughs) that's very nice of you (laughs) yeah so i i'm god awards on the list and that's the only thing right now yeah i uh eyes on the prize i (laughs) i had a bunch of stuff downloaded i deleted a bunch that i'm like he's never gonna play this (laughs) um to free up some space but then i was like ooh. But I'm I am gonna re-download Resogun just in case he's like, what's this game all about? Because that game's gonna blow your mind too. Okay. There's just some fun like arcadey things that I downloaded for you. Okay. It's so fun. I gave you like a curated PS4. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you like, really did. It's my PS4. You gave with, me an experience. Yeah. Your experience or your interpretation of a good experience on a PS4. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited for it. I'm gonna you. go down this road. So. Yep. And uh, you got to make an account. You got to add me as a friend ASAP so I could just see that. Here's the thing that, that bothers me because I had a PS3 that I played the shit out of. Yeah. I have a PlayStation Network account. Yeah. Put a gun to my head for me to try to figure <laughs> shit out of what the account is because I forget all of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it's not safe to a keychain, so I'm not going to find that shit. So it's yeah. like, what email did I use? What was the name of it? I don't know. I forgot my account. Yeah. And I, I got to go collect all, all your info. And it's like, maybe this email address. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping I can recover and be like, yeah, that's me. You don't like have to though, but I want to have a new. I don't want to have a separate one. Yeah, I just want my one. Got to save all those trophies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I want to have my friend list. Yeah, I played with a bunch of friends on my PS3 back when online gaming was free. Yeah, you got to find that. Yeah, so that's my goal. That's my goal. I'm so excited for you. Speaking of excited, 
Yes. Let's get into it. Yeah, we, we, we already, we just hit, what's 40. that, 30, 40? 39 minutes. We're 40 minutes into this and we haven't talked about the two huge things that we wanted to talk about Which today. one do you want to start Which with? Which one do you want to start with? <laughs> Which one do you want to start with? <laughs> Let's start with Falcon and the Winter I was going to say, that's going to be I, faster. I think we have less to say about yes. that. Um, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert for Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then spoiler alert for Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is gonna have spoilers. Big, yeah. big spoilers for big that. spoilers. So if you don't mind listening to Falcon and Winter Soldier's spoilers for now, stay listening. There's stay really not, there's not much to spoil. But then like if you haven't seen Zack Snyder's Justice League and you have any interest at all, please stop listening yes. when we get to that part in the episode. Okay. Um so Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode one, Disney Plus. Yes. Thoughts, immediate first thoughts. Good, bad, decent, boring, fun. 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 That's how it's, I, that's it's my word for it too. Fun. It 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 makes me more excited for the Black Widow movie. Because mm. I think it's gonna be very much in the same theme of like spy, espionage. Yeah. Like covert, kind of darker, but you know, it's it's uh it's a fun combat um style. I, yep. I, I think it's um I'm really happy to see GSP again. GSP. As Betrock. Huh? GS Georges St. Pierre. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, but Betrock. I Betrock. know. I know yeah. Betrock. Uh, he's Betrock. Georges St. Pierre is one of the greatest of all time when it comes to MMA. Oh, cool. Quebec native, uh, my favorite MMA fighter of all time. The guy that got me into a dojo. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So it was, I had no clue he was in it and he didn't say, I follow him on Instagram. He said nothing. He, he, only thing that like I could... I, I was thinking like maybe something's up is that he he's he was bald his entire career mm-hmm. he shaved his head and he started growing hair again and okay. I was just like oh well he's retired so that makes sense yeah but he's still like ripped like he hasn't stopped training he still trains um, traditional he still trains MMA he yep. still he does a lot of fitness stuff still like he's still fully physically active so you said you had no idea you had no idea he was going to be in this yes yeah me neither and i then, was not expecting I to see a one-off dude from winter soldier it was him again and i was like oh my god it's gsp <laughs> like holy shit <laughs> that was really cool yes that was a great scene yes uh like the whole helicopter wingsuit fight through the canyons that was awesome that was really cool um i liked it i liked it i thought uh I thought it was like they had really good splashes to compare the difference between like dark, sad, and like, haha. Like they did a great little like blend and they kept going between them. Like they did the thing where it was, um, like, what's it gonna do? Like it was fun. Like the first like 10 minutes, 15 minutes of Falcon was fun. Yeah. Even his dialogue was fun. Yeah. And then it turned into him turning in the shield, being somber, reminiscing yep. about the after effects of everything that happened. Like, cap is gone like all that stuff and then it got like sad and then it got to uh winter soldier and then he got into bucky and his therapy and then yeah, that was dark. That, like winter soldier flashback scene was like oh god he's still having nightmares about being the worst well, i mean he was brainwashed yeah, yeah. right like <laughs> that'll happen they'll stick with you um, for a bit yeah and then yeah oh yeah dude the the, the date scene and, and him dating was really good it was uh, really him good. being friend with an old an Asian dude <laughs> was old, just so yeah. wholesome and good. Uh, yeah, I liked when he kept saying like, uh, "Yeah, um, you know, a few hundred, I'm like a hundred years old." And they're like, "Ah," he's just like, "Yeah, I mean." <laughs> he gave that weird. look of like, "Ha ha, yeah, yeah, it's yep, <laughs> <yep>. hilarious." <laughs> Why do you always wear gloves? Uh, bad circulation. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. I, I thought it was. I don't want to say because it's so early, mm. but so far the bar, it surpassed the bar, I think, as far as what we expected from something like WandaVision. 
Okay. Uh, out the, for me at least. WandaVision, the first half of that series. Yeah. It was very roller coaster, like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, this is annoying. Oh, okay, I kind of get it. Okay, what's going on? Oh, yeah. okay, that's, oh, what a twist. Oh, okay, well, wait, what does that mean? Yeah. This is just like, hey, it's fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, boom. So, entertainment. Here's what I'll say. Uh, and I know, I'm pretty sure we have some listeners who are gonna. <laughs> <laughs> feel the opposite of how we're feeling right now. I think we are in the minority for not immediately loving WandaVision. A lot of people did. A lot of people were like, really? oh my gosh, this is just like I Love Lucy. This is incredible. And loved it right off the bat. Like, oh my gosh, this is just like Dick Van Dyke. This is incredible. I mean, they did do that. They did do that. And I think you and I just so aren't fans of that that we couldn't appreciate it the way that those fans would have. I could appreciate it, but like at the same time, is that something I want out of a Marvel experience? Yeah, maybe not. But like maybe not. The argument against that is like, do you just want the 24th Marvel experience. That's true. That's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. Which I do want something you and different. Me, yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right? A Falcon and Winter Soldier is like, yes, this is what I want. This is like that schlocky action fun. Just give, just give me a good time. The one thing I want out of watching something that I deem to be worthy mm. of, of, uh, of, of praise is I don't want to picture it being shown on like a TV station. Sure. Like, you want it to be like above cable? Yes. Yeah. Like when I see like Inception on FX movies, I'm like, fuck off. Like, are you kidding me? How is this passing? Christopher Nolan is like, gotta be having like a conniption somewhere right yeah. now. Like, this is fucking insane. There's no yeah. way. There's no fucking way. Or like, Christopher Nolan doesn't want you watching his movies on your HDR five inch iPhone screen. Or like, He'll Saving be- Private Ryan, come into Fox. It's like, <laughs> excuse me edited for runtime yeah like what (laughs) what yeah no exactly fuck off i don't want no so like but i think falcon and winter soldier and wandavision like distinctly feel away from that like they feel like chapters of a a long marvel movie yes and and that's that's um, i feel like falcon winter soldier the first episode I there were parts where I was like I could see this being replayed on Fox, mm. like I could see this being replayed on FX or something. Sure, and it, I guess it's not to tarnish the fact of, of of I'm not trying to say FX is shit or anything like that. Mm. I'm just saying like the concept that you can take a product that's designed for one experience and mold it to fit another because it's not pristine enough for that state. Yeah, that it can be molded. It's just like ugh. yeah, you know so. Uh, I had a good time. I had a good yeah. time. Like it was fun. I had a good t- like. I can't say otherwise. I mean, um, it was a twist. I think with Winter Soldier. Well, what? What was the twist? Oh yeah, like with why the, he's friends with the Asian guy. Well, he was what I was thinking. I don't think he knew that because of his reaction when you saw the picture. No, I think he did because he's writing his wrongs. That's what he's doing. Uh, he was the winter soldier and he was infiltrating the government and he put this awful person into power. So he's writing the wrongs and going to get her arrested and like breaking her car. I don't know what he did to her. He disabled the car, I think. He disabled the car and so, got her arrested. So yeah. he's writing that wrong. He killed this guy's son who is innocent. So he's writing the wrongs of taking making care of a happy old man and yeah. making him feel like a father again. And he finally went to go tell him and he like didn't have the heart to. So I think I think he's doing it on purpose. He's like giving this guy a good time. Like he's being friends with him for a couple months, yeah. which is the most wholesome way to write a wrong. Like, cause just like, here's, sorry, here's 
ten thousand bucks or something. Yeah. Like, no, I'm gonna be like your best friend for a while. That's gotta be yeah yeah. I hope they're friends for a bit. Like that's gonna be an emotional arc in the thing. Is like that guy's gonna find out. I think probably in the next episode. I can't see them dragging that out for too long into the series. Or he never finds out. Or yeah, or he just well no. I think how is he gonna find out? Because he has that list. He's got it. He he can't show us that list that he's slowly crossing names off. And when he sees that name, he just doesn't cross it off. He's gonna throughout the series. He's gonna cross out some other names, and then like maybe finale, he's gonna come back and. That's going to be his emotional journey. He's finally going to be able to cross off that. That's name. a hell of a reconciliation to ask for. Yeah, right. Like, so you know how your kid died in a <laughs> random accident? I was brainwashed. Um, that was me. Um, yeah, it's so, going to be rough. My bad. Uh, but this show has already gotten like kind of deep. Like they talked about systemic racism of how Falcon couldn't get a loan to buy a boat. Yes. Or to avoid selling his boat. Yes. Um, heavily implied because he's black. The, the, a weird part of it also is the fact that, like, the, the banker makes a good point. Like, were you getting paid? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. On Tony Stark's payroll or something? Yeah. Isn't that how that works? And yeah. It's like, no, not really. That's not how it works. But yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. I was weirdly annoyed at the logic of you haven't made any income for five years. He's like, I didn't exist for five years. Yeah. I was like, it's so interesting to me how they're dealing with post blip. Uh, yeah. And apparently banks just aren't, (laughs) they're like, sorry, you didn't make any money. (laughs) Yeah. But the, but the, but the program says, and you need money from five years. Yeah. But it's also interesting how it talked about is like, yeah, the economy's in shambles right now. (laughs) Yeah. The population of the world just doubled yeah. and instantly. That would definitely throw things into like a, a rocky bit. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I, I'm glad they're not harping too much on life is crazy post blip, but like I would have liked to see a little bit more from WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, Far From Home now that I think of it of like post blip life. Yeah, post blip life. Like they talked about Aunt May was. Uh, relocated is that what it's called um because like when she got blipped back someone was living in her apartment because <laughs> it's been vacant for five years yeah uh, and there's like all this stuff but like the world would be messed up for a long time post if we lived as if half the population was gone and then they came back yeah Why? yeah it would be a shit show yeah and like i feel like there's not much repercussions from that although I guess that would be kind of weird because the good guys won and brought everybody back. So it'd be weird to show like how <laughs> awful everything yeah, is. Yeah, but like uh, at the same time, I I and I didn't. This is the part that it was annoying to me. I get it, but that weird uh, the weird identity of America in this world is. I mean, it's actually not that weird. It's pretty much I think what the government would do. It's like. We need a figure to unite everybody, mm. and it needs to be American. It needs to have the American symbol. It needs to have a flag. And it needs to be red, white, and blue, and a huge chin. That's the only thing that can unite <laughs> the country. It's like, or like a strong president that can pass policies and like enact like local change. I don't yeah. know, but no, we it's need just hunky Uncle Sam. Yeah, it's just it's just uh, okay. So I, the idea that Captain America from World War Two would be a similar symbol post snap world. Mm-hmm. I don't see the connection. I just don't. I just I just don't because Captain America in World War 2 you were literally in a war. 
the country was at war. The world was literally at World <laughs> War II. It was literally World War. For the second time. <laughs> For the second time. That symbolism of... of And we, you can equate this to, to like all the actual symbolism that happened through... Um, through uh, uh, World War II in America, of what culturally was produced to unite Americans, and, yeah. and we changed manufacturing, and it changed our, our arc of technology. It, it did all these things. To say, like post snap, you still need somebody just to have on, you know, like compression American colored gear to like unite a country. It's just I, I didn't see it. I understand like the idea behind it. It just seems like a very old way of thinking and perceiving uh, the american identity can i hit you with a term that people have been bringing up a yes, lot recently please performative patriotism i mean that's that's my favorite thing to say right that's, <laughs> that's what it is thing, right it's but like the idea yeah, that before america's big and strong again because we got that guy in Spandex. right right that makes sense like but it's just i don't know i just don't think of like what would change the economic downturn Oh, the super soldier guy. Like, that's not what I think of. <laughs> but at a halftime show. Yeah, I just, that's exactly, thank you. It's just like, it's the same idea of like, uh, not to go down the rabbit hole of, of American politics or American culture bullshit. But no, please. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, oh man, the football guy kneeled during the anthem and now yeah. the military's in ruins. It, yeah, what? Exactly. That's not how yeah. that works. Like that That's really not a big deal. It's, it's going to be very interesting. I think this show's kind of going to be the answer to that, it seems, because just we've seen that guy, new Captain America guy, for like eight seconds of screen time. What did you think of that? And we hate him. What did you think? <laughs> what? The fact that it's like, oh, we just gave the shield to this guy and he's going to be a new Captain America. It's going to be a it's a modern day. It's a 2023 version of what Captain America was at the beginning of World War Two when he was just going around performing at like shows. And he's like, donate to war bonds to save America and stuff like yeah. that. I'm a big super soldier. Like, that's what they're doing again. But it's like going to be a modern take. He's on a it. super soldier, though, isn't he? I don't know. They gave him a think, serum, I thought. I don't think we've said uh, he I has think, a gun. <laughs> I think in the comic books he is. Oh, interesting. I don't. I don't know about him in the comic books. I, I don't even know if he books. has a name or anything. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wonder how that's gonna go. Yeah, I wonder what's gonna happen. It was so like they set him up so perfectly to just be so instantly hateable because he like came out and you're like, that's not. That's not America's ass because you like see him walking from away from the camera and then like he turns and he like nods and winks at the camera. It's like, don't wink at me. How dare you? I, I think that I wouldn't mind another Captain America. It's just I think the fact that they were set up to say we're honoring what Steve Rogers was mm -hmm. and we're honoring like his work and sacrifice. And then within like a week, it was like, no, nope, fuck that. Actually, let's just. Break the glass, take the shield out, let's give it to somebody. Yep. That was the <laughs> break the glass. <laughs> like that that's what I'm saying. I think that's why there's anger to it. Cause I'm yeah. not I'm actually more curious than upset about it. Yeah. But I I was kind of just like, hmm. Yeah. That's not a good taste. Let me ask you a big question that I thought would be answered in this episode. Like when it started, I was like, Oh Ask. They're at Steve Rogers' funeral. Did he does anybody else besides Bucky and Sam know that he's back and he's an old man. I don't now? think I don't think they do. Or did he pass away? Or is he just like chilling in secret? Here's my shield. 
I'm going to go back to Connecticut or whatever. He was an old man at an end game. Yeah, he... Someone did the math. He was like 102. Like actually he had aged that long. So he was alive. Yeah. You know, he was like old as hell. Consecutively for 102 years. Yes. I think they're leaving it. They're leaving it on the spinning top in Inception on mm. purpose. It's kind of like you can take it as he's dead, take it as he's retired, and they're just honoring. And he went missing or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because they did not say. Like, they were honoring him, but is it because he just... Uh, I don't think anybody knew. Well, keep in mind, I don't think anybody knew about what he did. To go back in time and put all the stones back? I don't think they knew. Like, I don't think civilians knew. That's very possible. I don't think the government knew. I think that was a, the Avengers are going to do something to keep this shit fixed. Yeah, it was like the Hulk set it up in the woods behind the Avengers facility and th four people were there. Yeah, I don't think it was common knowledge. I think uh, Tony Stark's death was probably the big publicity thing. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Far From Home kind of addressed that. Far From Home, when they also had that tribute to all the fallen heroes, they uh, Steve Rogers was there. And we know that really? Far From Home takes place after Endgame. Uh, Endgame and this. Oh, it does? Yeah, this is like a couple weeks uh, or a few weeks post blip. And Far From Home is like they're at the end of their next school semester or whatever. Okay. So, yeah. So then, yeah. Then, so the world perceives that he's, that Steve Rogers is dead. But is he dead? He might not. Or and, and, do they think he died in the battle? Or do they think he went back in time and never came back? I don't think they know he went back in time. I think they probably perceived him and tony stark dying in battle it's really interesting i wonder but we what, don't know uh, and that's what, what i'm saying like they, they yeah. keep it really gray on purpose right yeah. they keep the top they do the wobble yeah the inception top wobble yeah <laughs> yeah um i'm really excited for the next episode me too that's which, tomorrow uh, most people hearing this podcast episode have probably already seen it yeah or have the option to see it immediately yeah exactly so, yeah. um next thing big thing to close this out let's we're about it. to hit an hour let's do this Snyder Cut. Yes. Snyder Cut. Yes. How'd you like it? It was we ha good. We have not talked about this. It was It was good. It was real good. It was good. <laughs> it was a real good movie. It was good. Now, here's a question. Is it good because the original Justice League by Joss Whedon was, you know, like a, like a burning dumpster fire? No, because I didn't see it. Oh. Remember? Never, okay, I have seen it. You're very familiar with the Joss Whedon Justice League. It's I've dog shit. It. I've seen clips, and I know what people don't like about it, so I'm not going into this completely blind. Okay. But I have not seen it from beginning to end. And then when I watched Justice League, I watched some videos like comparing all the differences between the two movies, and like, here's what uh, was improved, or here's the new scenes. And like, I saw a super cut of everything that's new in the new movie. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. They did better world building, better character story, yes. background. They did better explanations. I now know who Steppenwolf is. I know the whole background to yeah. why he's there. I literally, until the movie started, thought that Steppenwolf was the bad guy from Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, which is my fault. I should have known that that was Ares, the God of War. Um, but they like looked similar and right. like they, he wasn't distinct enough for me to really get like who he, he was. He had like no dialogue. Yeah um but yeah it was it was just so laid out i knew 
being way more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan, I knew exactly what was happening in this movie because the movie told me and it was exciting every step of the way. I knew who Steppenwolf was. I knew where he came from. I knew why he came here. I knew how the mother boxes uh, like activated and called yes. him here. I knew why he wanted to do things with these. Act- we knew about uh, Darkseid. We yeah. learned about Darkseid. We know why Darkseid's the boss. We know Darkseid's backstory and we know all this stuff and we know the uh, Atlanteans backstory at the mother boxes, the um, Amazonians, the Amazonians. And the we humans. know why uh, cyborg has one in his closet yeah. and all this stuff. And then like the stakes were there, the stakes were laid out and it's like, okay, these really can't come back together. And it was very clear how close they were coming back together the entire movie. And like really clear how close they were to coming back together in the movie. Um, Probably the closest I've ever seen besides Infinity War. Uh, like the heroes losing <laughs> in a movie. I mean, technically they lost. They lost technically for they lost. a split second until yeah. time travel happened. Yes. Um, yeah, it was it was incredible. Every character. I said this to my girlfriend and I was breaking down, like explaining why I said this statement. Except for Aquaman, every character had a very distinct role to play in the team, which I don't think we've seen from Avengers movies. What do you mean? Like like something they did had to happen in order to make the story go? Yes. I don't think they would have won without every single one of the characters, except for Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman uh, was just kind of there. Aquaman did. Step one, Batman assembled the team. Yes. Uh, step two, Wonder Woman knew the backstory. Like she knew what the mother boxes were and who Steppenwolf was and why they're coming. Like she filled in the team on what the fuck is going on. Right. Cyborg, uh, was the one who stopped the mother boxes. Like he went into it and like separated it. Uh, they lost flash reversed time. (laughs) Flash also did the thing to bring back Superman. Superman's role. Yes. Just be OP and beat the shit out of Steppenwolf immediately. (laughs) Uh, and then Aquaman was there. <laughs> Aquaman uh, killed Steppenwolf. He helped. I mean, he stabbed him. And he him up. set him up for uh, Wonder Woman to kill Steppenwolf. I mean, let me rephrase the that. one, two, three punch. He set up the. He was the jab to the punch uh, to the cross knockout by <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's what it he was. was. A, I love the three part like Mortal Kombat ass <laughs> killing of Steppenwolf. Stab him through the chest. Pick him up like a barbarian. Superman punches him into the portal. If that's not enough, on the way, Wonder Woman fucking cuts off his head. He's dead. His head topples to Darkseid's foot, and he just crushes it. Why? Right. Who knows? Because he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Zack Snyder just finished playing Mortal Kombat 10. <laughs> also, another big uh, role by Wonder Woman, in my opinion, was she kept everybody alive because nobody could fight Steppenwolf. Hmm. She was the only one who could go one-on-one. Interesting. Yeah. If you didn't notice, all the other ones were, like, too busy handling just, like, one or two of the flying minions. Yeah. She was the only one who was like, okay, I'm going to fight this guy. Aquaman held his own in, uh, in Atlantis, like, underwater. He put up a good fight against Steppenwolf one-on-one. Yes. Mira was there, too. Yeah. Well, also, but, like, he wasn't with them when they fought Steppenwolf. So I was saying, like, part, oh, of, that's her, true. part of her arc was when they were in the tunnel, she was the one who fought. It wasn't like, oh, they all fought him. It was like, they watched her fight him (laughs) and like tried to keep the other creatures at bay. Yeah. Uh, That's because they were all just like, I can't fucking fight that guy. Like, he's going to fucking kill me. Yeah. So, 
Um, but yeah, like I said, it was great. It was I knew what was happening the whole time. I knew what the stakes were. I knew who the bad guys were. I knew what they wanted. I knew who the good guys were. I knew what they wanted. Everybody had a role to play. Yes, it yes. was funny, but not too funny. There it wasn't too funny. It wasn't. It, it was but, the right amount of funny. But it was. Yeah, it was yeah. like Flash was the comedic humor. And yeah. it worked. There were a couple other lines where, like, I laughed. Like, when Superman first shows up, when he's about to kill Cyborg, and Superman just stands and takes it on the shoulder, and he just goes, not impressed at all. <laughs> like, that was, it wasn't a funny line, but I laughed, because it's like, oh, Superman's here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he just, like, says that snarky-ass shit. And just beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, oh, my gosh, we saw... We saw pretty much every character's powers used in the coolest way possible. Yeah. Um, we saw Wonder Woman's powers over and over and over again. Murdering some bank robbers earlier in the movie, by the way. <laughs> like, straight, like, punching a guy into the wall, and it's yeah. just a blood-shaped, <laughs> like, human-shaped blood splatter on the wall. It's like, that guy's so dead. I will say they did such a good job of... I think they... I, I thought... It's going to sound weird to say... The way they animated her powers looked better than in Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, I think so because the way she blocked bullets, the way she like the way she like did power moves with her sword and shield, yeah, like, it it looked better because we saw like the like the the god power aspect of her abilities. Yeah, we saw her doing it in her speed, and then we saw what it looks like for our speed. Yes, yes, yeah. there you go. That's a good way to put it. Yes, yeah. And it was like it was really cool. Oh, that's awesome! Like it yeah. just I don't know. It was conveyed a lot better. Um, a slight, uh, the smallest little decision, mm-hmm. which to me like really enhanced uh, the second half of the movie. Yeah, they used Superman's theme a lot. Yes, like his theme music, the uh, piano. Yeah just like gently playing yep and it's it's such a i don't know i think it's one of the best scores of a superhero uh maybe ever yeah you know it's just the way it plays when he's at the farm the way it plays when he's like with lois it's just this weird soft yeah but strong and 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 powerful because it's it's like heavy that he's back like he died and then this yeah. magical alien box brought him back to life and he's like coming to terms with that which he obviously had a rough time doing at first because he was just which that's something i always knew about the movie like they what? bring superman back to life and he's angry and he fights him and he kicks their ass but that's well, because happens. cyborg started it yeah but like he was confused like he obviously wouldn't he was confused have been yeah, he fighting know. them but that, like i guess that's just really all it was which makes sense like he came back to life and he's not sure what the hell is going on right um and obviously Lois being the one who like snaps him back uh, was like very predictable, but I think done really well because like her whole involvement in the story is just like, she's done. Like she's thrown in the towel. Uh, and then, uh, Martha Kent goes to visit her and tells her not to give up hope, which we find out is fucking Martian Manhunter, <laughs> which that I, w- I was like, holy shit. shit I yeah. know that wasn't in the, the, uh, not, the Joss nope. Whedon cut. Nope. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, and up until that moment, I remember all the taglines for the original theatrical release being Unite the Seven uh, and being like excited to see if it would be like Green Lantern who shows up or Martian Manhunter. But in the theatrical release, it was no one. <laughs> Unite the seven, and then it's just six superheroes kicking ass. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he showed up was very cool. And then I was like, 
is that all they're going to have him do? That's a little lame. And then it was. And then he just showed up for like a kind of a half-assed post-credits scene. Not post-credits, but like end of movie yeah. scene. Where he basically just shows up and says, hey, Batman, I'm here now for like the sequel maybe. Let me know if you need me. I'll be over there. Bye. More like you will need me because they are coming. Yeah. Because they know the antimatter's here. Yeah, exactly. So Which, you will need my help. So uh, hit me up. Yeah. Uh, By the way, my name is the Martian Manhunter. Yes. Which is like the least. It like Marvel does it in like such subtle ways. Like when you watch Infinity War and the post credit scene is Nick Fury getting dusted and he drops the pager and you just see a logo on it. Yeah. And people in the theater cheered, but then other people are like, ooh, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that kind of stuff is cool. Um. So something that uh, I know is a criticism is the fact that they made Superman um, kind of like the end all button of just well, once Superman's there, it's over. I have no criticism of that. I see it. But here's the thing. We saw that yeah. unfold without restraint. Hey, Superman's here. Watch what happens when somebody like Superman shows up <laughs> and we'll see what happens. They couldn't do that with Captain Marvel. In Endgame. Yeah. Because when Captain Marvel shows up, it could be the same thing like, uh, watch this go down. Yeah. Like, like as she gets her hands on Thanos and just rips him apart. Yeah. Like that's what's going to happen. But they had to like, uh, like plot, like the plot, not plot armor, but they had to plot prevent that from happening. Like they, they nerfed her kind of. They had to they nerf her. The plot to nerf her a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a plot nerf. There you yeah. go. It's a plot, plot nerf. nerf. It's a plot nerf. <laughs> so they had to plot nerf. And they didn't with Superman. And I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Because there so one of the main differences between the two franchises and how they did this of a of a get together of, of superheroes, right? Yeah. Is that there are more literal god powers within the the DC cast of Justice League than there is in the MCU. Yeah. MCU's like, okay, that guy's genetically enhanced. That guy is uh uh adamantium no what's vibranium, vibranium yeah. enhanced i guess you could say because he like drinks but he doesn't really drink that he drinks like petals or whatever like black panther yeah the the heart-shaped fruit yeah yeah like oh, and tony stark is just really smart and yeah. then like oh but captain marvel is is an alien so like yeah like you have super soldier and, yeah so like there are some of it like like wanda's a, a witch and she kind of doesn't have full grasp of her powers yet vision mm. is technically a machine but yeah you can fly and there's there's some characters that come close in some aspects. Once it's like, um, like Jean Grey, if they get Jean Grey in the MCU, it's over. Right, but She's like a god. the closest thing to God is Thor. Yeah, he's the re- he's really the only one who's who's very much like Superman mm-hmm. and very much like Wonder Woman. And I like how they did they did kind of like give that. I mean, they blatantly showed it when she went head to head with Superman. But they were when Steppenwolf says like, "Oh, you're one of the last gods." of the amazonians yeah and i went like oh that explains a lot like that (laughs) like that that explains a huge amount of this actually and then she's like she's like going headbutting like one-on-one with like literally headbutting uh uh, superman so it it makes more sense of the power band of that yeah because in in the dc universe it's kind of like so we have a guy who can reverse time we have a like literally a a god spirit in a in a woman's body, mm-hmm. and we have a guy who's literally made of steel and uh, it can fly and shoot lasers. <laughs> so it's like, 
And, oh, and and technically Aquaman is kind of the same. He doesn't really bleed. Does, yeah. Does he get stabbed? I mean, oh, he he bleeds in his in his movie. Yeah. When he gets shot, so I I, I guess. Yeah, but he's he's very powerful. He's very powerful, right? Uh, and then Cyborg, who's like a living computer, who could if he wants. He's to he's almost like the whole world. He's almost like uh he's almost like um one of the boxes. Kind of, yeah. I mean, the, he's that, like an ultra computer, yeah. Yeah, it explains why you can like shape shift into different uh, pieces mm-hmm. and stuff. But, um, but yeah, I just felt like it was a very different. I don't know, power band is such a weird concept. No, to yeah, no, to, it but, is. Did you, did you get that kind of sense? Yeah. Too, besides it? Batman, like they're all on a way higher level. And and Batman, like I like how Batman he knows that. Yeah, and he's but, like, and he's the leader of these people. But he's like, but he acknowledges it. Yeah. He's kind of just like, yeah, no, I'm not able to do things. Yeah, like it's, I get that. Like I'm gonna do what I can. Yep. You know, I'll take down the shield. You guys do the, you guys do the, the full attack. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just do what I can with that. I'm like, what? Are you gonna be okay? <laughs> <laughs> like you're human. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. He's like, I'll be fine. I'll get it done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's just such a different vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Compared to the MCU where it's like, I can go really small. And it's like, okay, thanks, Ant-Man. It's yeah. Just, it's, 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 a, it's such a different interaction because of that. It's almost like the the powers of, say, uh, I mean, Superman has kind of like a one of everybody's powers. But like Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and to a certain extent Flash are all just very similarly powered people except for flash he's kind of the outlier but it's like strong can essentially fly uh like pretty impervious to damage and then marvel has a lot of characters that have like a thing like even uh falcon and civil war is like everybody's got a gimmick now yeah uh it's like there's a spider guy there's a small guy there's uh the flying guy there's the metal arm guy there's the laser guy there's the yeah the flying guy there's the witch chick there's the magic guy yeah everybody has a different thing where in dc they they all seem fairly similar like even green lantern he can fly and he could kind of do anything that he can imagine but they all have very different stories which i think is what's different about marvel it's like everybody has an origin story everybody has a bad guy who's very similar to themselves (laughs) and um but everybody has a very different power and that's i think what's exciting about marvel movies where it's dc it's even shazam it's like big strong flying guy versus like has to go through this very unique story like Superman's story is very different than Wonder Woman's story. And Wonder Woman's is very different than Shazam's and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that's what's interesting about all those characters. Um, yeah. I Back to what, you, what we started this tangent on is Superman being the end all be all. I, I think it's lame when he's not. Because he is. Like he is an OP character. But he's so popular, they have to have him in the movies. And if they have to have him in the movies, he has to be like the nuclear bomb that it's like, okay, Superman's here, you lose now. <laughs> and he was, and that was perfect. But they like they held it back and they had a great story reason to held it back. Because for the first 60% of the movie, he's dead. And then yeah. for the next 30% of it, he's getting used to being alive again. And then the last 10%, he comes in and kicks ass. It's like, but it, it makes sense. It's not like we should have had him earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just, yeah, it's, um, 
Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, and I, I, again, I love the theme music that they use, oh, like when so he flies good. and he charges up in front of the sun. It's just like, oh, here we go. Like, and then just the uh, the dads, his daddies, <laughs> doing the voiceovers. Oh, in the you ship, hear, uh, Jonathan Kent, and then uh, uh, not Cal El, Jor El, yeah, uh, Jor El talking to him in the ship, and it's all audio that we heard in Man, uh, Man of Steel. And then, like, he's, like, getting hyped up, and he's remembering all these moments about, like, what made him who he is. And that's, like, when he finally comes to terms, like, I'm Superman. I have to go help. Let me choose this dope suit. Be the beacon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then the exact (laughs) same shot of the hand and the rocks floating. And then he, like, shoots up. And then, like, the theme music swells. I literally turned to my girlfriend. I was like, fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cool. He's... he's, uh, on one hand, I think Superman can be perceived as a very bland uh, character, right? Yeah. He is the OP alien who tries to be a human. But I think the the nuance of that character is the really interesting part. And we can get into the epilogue of the movie mm-hmm. that shows this, which yes. is the human aspect that he always has to wrestle with. The fact that he has to wrestle with the human condition yeah, um, and what it means to be human. And yeah. what it means to 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 I, I don't not be mortal, but to understand and ex, and to comprehend the flaws, the inherent flaws of being human, mm-hmm. which technically on paper he doesn't have. Yeah, right. So it's weird that he has to not assimilate, but he. It's like vision, yeah. where vision has to. It's different because vision's fucking Jarvis that's been studying human history right so it's different but vision has the same kind of like awakenings to the human conditions and human experiences where he goes oh like this and, and this or i this is this, why humans do that i thought this is supposed to be that yeah well, I, that i don't understand that it's kind of. funny because he's gravely injured <laughs> yes exactly, right like like all of that he he, he doesn't understand grief yeah. right he doesn't understand uh like it, it's just not something that can you can just teach you have to experience it and to watch this quote unquote invincible person mm. have to go through that. And then we see what happens in the epilogue, which is, I don't know what the fuck that story is. Ooh, I do. <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you what I think it is. And you correct me. Yeah. Somehow Lois Lane dies. Superman gets really upset about it. Says, I don't give a fuck about an alien invasion. Where's Batman? I'm going to beat that ass. And that's <laughs> gonna beat that ass. And that's all I know about the story. Yeah. So you tell you enlighten me. So it's pretty much it. Um, really close. Um, so we've seen a snippet of this in Batman versus Superman. We saw the nightmare scene where there are all the parademons, uh, yeah. and Batman was wearing that same like sand outfit with the goggles and stuff like that. And then later in the movie, you see him like tied up, and then Superman like takes off his mask, his cowl, um, and then yada yada. So what we saw in the epilogue of this and we saw a snippet of it earlier when cyborg got the flash from the mother cube um which i think that moment of flash going fast enough to reverse time that is what created like uh oh there's multiple timelines now and some of them are bad (laughs) um so from what i get about this and i'm i may be wrong but the timeline that they're showing is not a specific timeline that we've ever seen before, but it's heavily inspired by things that we've seen before. The one that I'm most familiar with is Injustice, Gods Among Men. 
I think that's what it's called. Uh, it's definitely Injustice, but it's a comic book series slash fighting video game by the guys who made Mortal Kombat, and it's a DC fighting video game. And the story of it is incredible. The story that sets it up is Superman is going around doing some things, and then he uh, finds out that he's fighting Scarecrow, uh, and he finds out, or he's fighting Joker, I think, and he finds out that Doomsday is back. Oh, uh, okay. And he, this makes him very scared because <laughs> right. he's like, I thought I was completely done with Doomsday. So he's fighting him, fighting him, fighting him, realizes he doesn't stand a chance. I know what I'll do. I will fly him up into space <laughs> and just yeet him out into <laughs> space and he will suffocate and die or just be floating away in yeah. space forever. So he does that and he comes back down. And then his hallucination wears off because he was being hallucinated by the Joker using Scarecrow poison. Ah, uh, yes. And spoilers for Injustice, <laughs> if you want to read this, uh, that's when Joker tells him, ha ha ha, I've got you. That was your pregnant wife, Lois Lane. That was Lois Lane, right. That you thought was Doomsday, uh, that you just yeeted into space. <laughs> so this makes Superman very angry. <laughs> <laughs> And Batman is there when this is happening. And he's like, holy shit, Clark, don't freak out right now. This is what he does. He plays this shit all all the time. He's been trying to get me for years. And basically, Joker is like, I've given up on Batman. I'll never beat him. I'm cool with that. I'm going to go break Superman using my ways because he's not used to me. And he does that. And Superman punches a hole through his chest and kills I've seen him. this picture, yeah. That, the picture is incredible, and Batman's legitimately shocked face in the background, like, no! Yeah. <laughs> like, we've lost, essentially. It's the it's the Dark Knight moment when he realizes that Harvey Dent has been turned by the Joker. It's like the, when, you, the, when you turn the White Knight bad, that you've really won. Right. Um, and it's kind of that moment, but with Superman. <laughs> and that also means that Superman snapped, which also makes me think of another story that I don't remember the name of, but someone out there will know it. Superman and Batman are like fighting each other. Not like, I don't think physically fighting, but when you see one of them doing their thing or like going about their day, there's like a voiceover from the other one. And I distinctly remember the Superman one where he's going about doing his day and Batman's talking about how he's like, he has profound respect for him and he's horrified of him because if he wanted to, he can just obliterate the entire planet. Yeah. And it's it, that voiceover basically ends with, thank God he's never had that thought. I fear the day if he ever has that thought. Because he knows that yeah. when it comes down to it, if Superman wanted to, he would rule the world. It's the Dr. Manhattan. Yep, problem. exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what happens in Injustice is Superman snaps. He's like, enough of this shit. <laughs> I'm sick of these superheroes. We're doing it my way now. I'm invincible. I'm ultra powerful. I am the protector of the world and you will follow what I tell you to do. Cause like I tried <laughs> doing it your way earth and we're not yep, happy. We it. tried it the human way. Yeah. So he becomes like a dictator of earth and it gets really dark. Um, and then like Batman and the people who team up with Batman are kind of living in the shadows and they are against Superman and they're either trying to take him down or just trying to like not be found and killed by him. And there are versions of this type of story that get way worse. And I think that's what we're seeing in that epilogue of Justice League where something goes so clearly wrong uh, that Superman is hunting them down. <laughs> Uh, Mira says, I'll kill him for what he did to Arthur. We saw that uh, in Cyborg's uh, flashback, Darkseid stabbing Arthur with his own trident, uh, Aquaman. We saw Wonder Woman with the coins over her eyes, signifying that she's dead. 
we see Flash in armor, which was right. super cool. Um, and a beard. Yeah. Like a grizzled. <laughs> yeah. Like. Because it's like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Um, because Darkseid in this, it appears that Darkseid has come back and consoled a grieving Superman. And Superman is just like, yeah, whatever. And I think either teams up with Darkseid or lets Darkseid do his shit. And then is just like, I'm going to go get revenge. And what it looks like, because there's that scene when he, it was, I think in Cyborg's flashback scene, he like floats up and he's holding Batman's cowl, which it, I think he just ripped off in the scene from Batman versus Superman, because I think this is all part of some really fucked up timeline. Uh, and he floats up and it's in, I think it's the scene where you see Wonder Woman's shield, uh, Aquaman's trident, a dead Green Lantern. And uh, Joker's peace treaty card ripped in half. Um, so, like, it's, like, floating in the wind right in front of Superman. So, clearly, stuff has gone wrong. Uh, and then in the cyborg scene where we see him holding the skeleton, which is clearly Lois Lane and uh, Darkseid is consoling him, he's in the Batcave. So, like, if you look at the background, it's all, like, rubble and it's all destroyed. But you see Robin's suit uh, and you oh. see some other things signifying that this happens. Lois dies in the Batcave. Um well, Flash did say that. Oh, no. Batman said that. What? Bruce Wayne said that in in the movie. What? He said, like, I have a scene. Like, he is like, I have the flashback. I have this, I have this, like, vision. Yeah. Of, like, Lois Lane. Not, not Lois Lane is the key. He says something about, like. Flash came back to him. He was standing right there. Yeah. Uh, and he said, Lois is the key. Yes. And yes. in that scene, if you go back and watch that scene in Batman versus Superman, Flash is wearing the armor that he's wearing in this epilogue scene. Oh. So, like, he must have come back in time to tell Batman that, which is also interesting because that brings up, could that be Flashpoint, which is another very famous comic book series where um, I think Flash goes back in time so hard that he, like, makes splinter realities. Um, and, like, one of them, uh, the Amazonians are at war with the Atlanteans, so Wonder Woman and Aquaman are fighting each other. Right. Um, but yeah, that scene was incredible. And like the Joker talking to Batman scene and, uh, who was it? The Joe Manginello, the guy with the white Mohawk. Get his character. Oh, right. When he was just before we saw, he was trying to kill Batman. He was yeah. like, Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah, it was interesting seeing that so fast. Yeah. <laughs> we literally see Lex Luthor telling, oh my gosh, what is his name? Oh, I'm so bummed. It's not dead shot. No, it's not Dutch. Uh, oh my God. I feel like an idiot. <clears throat> yeah, he's like, oh, cool. I'm going to go kill uh, Batman, which I think was supposed to set up the Ben Affleck Batman movie that he slowly stepped back and like, back I and back from. And now it's just a, a part of this. Yeah, now it's just a, uh, uh, what's his name? Edward Cullen movie. Is that tied to this? I think so. It, that's what it originally was. He was writer, director, and actor in it. And then he stepped back as actor, and they hired him. What's his name? Edward, Edward Cullen. Cullen. No, that's the Twilight character's name. Robert, oh, Robert pa- Pattinson. Robert oh, Pattinson. Sorry. <laughs> it's Edward Cullen, I'm pretty sure. Edward Cullen, sure. yeah, that's his name. Uh, they hired him, and then Batman. Uh, pff, Batman. <laughs> ben Affleck stepped back as director. And then I think they're just using his script as a jumping off point. So he's now like barely attached who's, to this. Who's directing that movie? Uh, I forget his name, but... Uh, not Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves? Is I think it? Matt Reeves, yeah. Is it? It looks good. Yeah, it looks great. I just didn't think it would be tied to this same Batman. I I don't think it is now. 
Um, but it was. Yeah, it was because it was Ben Affleck and blah, blah, blah. And it was supposed to be, God, I can't remember his name. I thought it would come to me by now. Joe Manginello's character, White Mohawk, um, trying to kill Batman. And he knows who Batman is. Um, but then they just, they ended up scrapping that. But they still wanted to have that in the movie because that was Zack Snyder's original vision. Right. Uh, but yeah, and then we see him immediately like, well, things got fucked. So, he's <laughs> so now we're up. on the same team yeah. with Joker and Mira and Flash and Cyborg. Uh, running from Superman, who's trying to hunt them down. Um, incredible. What'd you, so what'd you think about the Joker scene? So good. You think uh, so? Yeah, they essentially undid his makeup, I think. <laughs> like the damaged tattoo on his forehead and stuff like that. All the edgy yes. tattoos he had in the grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's wearing, I think he's wearing like SWAT vest. He's wearing a SWAT vest with multiple police badges, which I think he just took as like trophies or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, he has long hair. Um, he had some chilling lines. Um, and so did Batman. He was like, I swear to God, <laughs> if you ever mention that again, and I will fucking kill you. <laughs> we got to hear Batman say, I will fucking kill you to the Joker. And it was like, whoa. Oh, yeah, we know Harley Quinn's dead. Harley Quinn's dead. Yeah. Uh, which Joker like is in denial of. He was like, his hand was quivering and he was like, you're good. Yeah. You almost got me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that I, I honestly really liked Jared Leto's Joker laugh. That, <laughs> I told you, like, I always felt like Jared Leto's Joker was just a gangster version of like the cartoon version. Kind of. Of him. Like just like, like a this, modern gangster. Yeah. Like this modern gangster version of like this weird psycho, he needs meds kind of guy. Instead yeah. of this... The Heath Ledger super calculated, mm. like visionary psychopath. Yeah. It was. It's more like no. He's like this ultra violent, criminal, violent, weirdly charismatic mob boss type guy that yeah. needs his medicine. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's just it's it's a very different take, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. That would you want to see a uh, Injustice movie? Hell yes. Yes. Injustice is my favorite DC comic book story. Really? It's incredible. It's like, from what I've heard from people who are like big fans of DC, it's not the best, but I enjoyed it so much because I like watching superheroes be broken. Like I watch, I like, wow, you dark fucker, whatever. Um, (laughs) but like, uh, what's the one, the killing joke, uh, Batman, the killing joke, the one where (laughs) Batman, uh, Joker kills, uh, Oracle, um, Barbara Gordon. Yes. yes. Um, and like, but like, and then tells some joke to Batman and the tunnel of love and Batman just has his hand on his shoulder and then Batman starts laughing and then like clearly Batman's lost it because Batman's not supposed to laugh at Joker's thing. And then you see Joker's laugh and his laugh like gets all crinkly in the text and it like fades out and it's like, oh shit, did Batman just strangle Joker? Probably. Um, like that kind of stuff is so interesting to me. Like I like seeing, because we know these characters so well. It's like, do you really need just another romp where the, all these buddies team up and they're just, oh, let's try to fight the bad guy again? That was Age of Ultron. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we got to see this team that we got to see the team get formed and go through their fight. And then they get teamed up and, oh, they work so well. And let, let's watch them work really well again. Well, they splintered after that. No, they were fighting. They were arguing. That was the seeds for Civil War. Yeah. Those were it wasn't the seeds Civil, for Civil War. War. Civil War I thought was great. 
Infinity War I thought was great because it was different. It was these characters who aren't talking right now, and oops, now they have to save the world, and they maybe could have if they were dogging. Yeah. That's, and then, that's a plot twist. Like, how would Infinity War have gone down if Steve Rogers was never gone? Yeah, if he wasn't exiled for two years. Yeah, like, imagine that. If he wasn't in hiding. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's why I find those so interesting. It's like, ooh, Joker is a Batman villain, but what if Joker tried to get Superman? Oh, he would fucking <laughs> destroy Superman and, oops, break Superman and ruin the world. Let's see that aftermath. And I feel like that goes because Superman doesn't understand the human condition enough. Yeah. You know, he doesn't understand that nuance compared to obviously. He yeah. He Batman. doesn't understand that like life will go on after Lois and like it's a horrible tragedy what happened. But like you have to, you can't let Joker win. Okay. And, so let's put it this way then. Yeah. Did you enjoy set, uh, Batman versus Superman? No. Because <laughs> they're stupid. There's no reason for them to be fighting. <laughs> In justice, there's a really great reason for them to be fighting. Okay, that there is a legit okay, reason okay, why Superman okay. snaps and takes over the world, and there's a legit reason why Batman tries to stop him. And That's, like, I think the writers of Injustice took so much careful time to analyze each character in the DC universe and carefully decide which side they would take. Um, so like, all the people who are with batman makes sense all the people who are with superman makes sense who who is with superman i don't remember off the top of my head but wonder woman is with superman Supergirl is with batman i think um green lantern is with batman uh black adam and shazam i think are on the same side which is very interesting oh black adam movies coming out yes oh yeah we got some news about that we got some news about that uh who was in it Someone, someone really cool is playing the bad guy in Black Adam. I thought uh, Pierce Black, Brosnan. Oh yeah, he is. But I was gonna say, isn't Black Adam the bad guy? Yeah, I think he's gonna be like an anti-hero. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's gonna be an even even badder bad guy. It's gonna be like a Venom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to wrap an up, old Pierce Brosnan. That's the yeah. weird thing. I was I, yeah. I saw the post so and I just excited. went Pierce. Bro- okay, he's, he's still around. <laughs> Like he's, he's still doing stuff. He wants to do an action yeah. superhero action. Yeah, movie. why not? He's in his sixties. Yeah, let's isn't do he? It. Yeah, uh, I forget the name of the character he's going to be playing, um, but it has me very excited. I think Doctor's in the name. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Doctor Fate. No, Doctor Fate. I don't think it's Doctor Fate. I think it is. I don't think um, it is. But yeah, having not seen Justice League before and going into this version. It was really well done. Oh, he is Dr. Fate. You're right. Dr. Fate. He is Dr. Fate. Uh, which is just going to be super cool. Um, but having not seen Justice League before the bad version, um, this version was really great. There were multiple moments where my girlfriend and I looked at each other like, this is why it's four hours long. <laughs> like a but two it, and a half minute scene with Icelandic people sniffing Aquaman's sweater and singing about him. But it didn't. But it didn't seem long. A lot of it didn't drag, but there were some scenes, like parts of scenes that were just a little bit too much. A lot of it to me felt like it was necessary, though. I didn't feel yeah. like you could skip a lot of it. I felt like a lot of it was stuff like you just you needed to have in there. Yep. Those scenes that took longer, like the Icelandic song was like, we need to reflect on this moment for a bit. You didn't like that scene, did you? It was fine. It was just, it was very early in the movie and I'm like, God, it was like, we're still trying to get the pacing for why this movie is four hours. And then it's like, let's watch a close up of this girl that we have no idea who it is singing a song that we can't understand. 
Um, but then, like, j- right before that, when we see Batman traveling through the Arctic to get to him, it's, like, two minutes of just, yeah. <laughs> like, landscape shots. Um, but there was just a few things like that. But other than that, the pacing was so good. Every character was well represented. Yes. The CGI was incredible. It was really good. Um, Steppenwolf's, like, costume was his so... His armor? Yeah, his armor was awesome. His... I like Darkseid and his uh, CGI. Yeah. Like, of their face. It was like pretty good. Their, their facial stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. really well. That's the other thing. I felt there was personality to Steppenwolf. Yeah. There was a reason why he was doing the things he did. And, like, you saw him, like, nervous to see Darkseid. Like, Darkseid was coming and you see him, like, take off his armor. His armor retracts as, like, a show of... Um, respect and... Uh, not respect. Honor. But, uh, do- dominance? Not dominance. I guess dominance. I, I don't know if it was tucking his tail between his legs. I think it was more just... It was like bowing. Yeah. He. Oh, yeah. It was bowing. He, I mean, he bowed. He bowed. But <laughs> I think taking off the armor was like, yeah, I guess a show of respect. But... Yeah. I, I, I think... So uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, before I say that, did you watch it all in one go? Yep. Did you? No. <laughs> Where'd you stop? We watched it in uh, three days, two parts a day. Okay. Part so one. Part one, part two. Part then three, part, part one, four, part two, four, five. then part one, part two. Yeah. Um, cool. How did uh, you like that experience? I like. I was looking forward to the next one. It was good. Yeah. It, it's. It wasn't bad. Like I would. Okay. I question what would have happened to the future of DC if that movie was released. I know it would have been fucking bonkers to come out with a four-hour movie. <laughs> I get it, it. Wouldn't have happened. But if it did. Yeah. Imagine the reception of that movie versus the reception of the Josh Wheaton one. Yeah, exactly. Movie the Josh Wheaton one movie. was so bad. It's created this reality where DC is never going to recover. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, can this overshadow the Whedon cut? I think, I think some, it has. Some Warner Brothers exec already said, like, it's great that everybody likes it. We're not continuing that storyline. No, I I think they were just because they it's they fucked it. <laughs> yeah, they fucked it. Yeah, like everybody walked in, they saw the execs fucking a pig, and they went <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> and they went, "What are you doing?" And they just went, "Oh, we're trying to make money." Yeah, and they were like, "That's not how you do it." And they were like, "Well, we know more than you do." Yeah, and then somebody went, "Oh, okay." Hey, they're fucking a pig. And then everybody was like, really? Why? They're like, I don't know. They were fucking the pig. And they Twice just, in a row? And they all just said, you know what? Fuck them at this point. Yeah. I'm not getting near them with a 10. I don't care how good it is. Whatever they come out with, fuck them if that's how they're going to handle this franchise. Yeah. And that's what it was. Um, I will say, I think we should end it on this because we're long. Um, I love what it does for like creative visions out there like for directors the ability that Zack snyder was able to make this was completely unprecedented well it was because justice league was so bad it was so bad and everybody said it had to be the original had to be better yeah and like it, it exactly it was a case of it has to be but then i also had a feeling of like okay Zack snyder like you're you're being a baby you also made batman versus superman so <laughs> calm down yeah um but then, like he just, he knocked it out of the park, and it's like, yep, nope, he did have an original vision that was way better. It was four hours long, but it was a much better story. Could he have trimmed it down? Probably. He did say he got it down to about two and a half hours. 
Like he still was and they able still to didn't tell like it. Huh? They still didn't want it. They I still... guess I guess so, yeah. It's not funny enough. We need we need Cyborg saying that's how you dust the dust. Like that's the best that's the best part of the movie. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the movie. I that's saw... what I want to see. Josh Wheaton gets my vote. Click. Yeah. That's what happened. But yeah, it was <laughs> I, I think it's great for what it sets up for hey other big studio uh executives. You can let a director do this and it will work. Um, the odds of it working versus your uncreative input, yes. Like, yeah. You don't have the creative input. Yeah, that- if you put the dollar signs aside, which I think there is some young plucky executive who got into a boardroom and swayed enough people like 12 Angry Men style of be like, no, 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 guys, listen, you could see dollar signs by doing something unprecedented. <laughs> Let him have full creative output. Then we'll put it on HBO Max. So that way it doesn't have to be in theaters. He could do whatever yeah. he wants. It could be R-rated because it's going to be on a streaming service. It doesn't yeah. matter. And that's and if where anything, you get the dollar signs. People will be interested and they'll buy or they'll sign up for a trial and yeah. they'll get sucked in. And it's so long, it'll take people more than a month to watch it. So we'll get them for two months of the <laughs> subscription. Um, yeah. Uh, I know I said I'll end on this, but uh, no, 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 I also fun. watched a thing of like people realized what Joss Whedon went back and reshot. Like, there's now like, oh, these are the Joss Whedon scenes because he reshot like I think 30 minutes of the original theatrical cut is Joss Whedon footage. Yeah, he reshot almost identical scenes and just added jokes. And then I saw a video of like, here's all the jokes that Joss Whedon added, and they're bad. Like the the line from Justice League where Superman like punches Batman when he's uh, uh, still waking up from being dead and he's like do you bleed <laughs> which is a callback to batman versus superman he's like tell me do you bleed and then superman says it back to him and he punches him and batman goes like uh yep something's definitely bleeding like that's so stupid that's really fucking stupid there's so many lines like that and then the last thing that's just like a i can't believe they thought that was the right decision is apparently cyborg is barely in the theatrical cut and I'd argue that he's the main character of this movie. Correct. His, him, and his father and his mother have like the giant, the like the biggest emotional arc of the movie. Correct. Because <laughs> Batman and Super- Superman has already had his movie. Wonder Woman has already had his movie. Aquaman's Her getting movie. his own movie. Uh, we had Batman versus Superman, so we already pretty much had a Batman movie. Like, let's give Cyborg his movie. And Justin Wayne is like, nah, let's put him in like five minutes of it and just have him be a big robot. Let's have him make sure he has the punchline after they separate the boxes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that 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 hurts. I feel it. I can feel that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the fucking scene. That's the scene. So stupid. I actually think... That's how you dust the dust would be a better fucking line. That's than, dust the <laughs> dust. Than what they, Josh Wheaton fucking did. Yeah. What, who, who gave, what gave Josh Wheaton the right to come in and be like, I have the the comedic vision to input on this, to turn this around. I can make this a Marvel cut. Yeah, that's you what they watch hired him me. for. Yeah. You watch, what did he, what, like... That Warner Brothers executives pulled a Microsoft and they're like, hey, that thing is doing really popular. Let's do that. Let's pay money to do that. They might as well just paid fucking J.J. Abrams. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And it probably would have been better. Like, Maybe. If Abrams that, oh, I would 100% believe. A lot more uh, camera flashes. Yeah, a lot more lens flare. But lens flare, yeah. Which would be fine. I think it would look better. I think J.J. <laughs> Abrams 
doing Justice League would be, I wouldn't put money on it, would have been better than what Joss Whedon did. Yeah. I think you and I could have put together a better movie than Joss Whedon. Uh, yep. A hundred percent. I'm sorry, Joss Whedon, <laughs> but Justice League was just, how do you, how do you think it feels to be Joss Whedon? To know that. Oh, I don't care. The amount of shit that's coming out that's like, wow, Snyder really did do a good job. And wow, Josh Wheaton's really is. It's actually worse than I thought because I just saw what it could have been. And this is dog shit. And he's a sexual predator. So fuck him. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's double down on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was great. Thank you, Zack Snyder. Thank you. Thank you, Zack Snyder. Thank you, all the execs who didn't fuck the pig on this one. Yeah, took the chance. Really appreciate it. It was awesome. It was, a, it was well worth it. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. Sorry for all the spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it, you shouldn't be listening to this yeah. at this point. You should have tuned out a while ago. Yeah. See you next week. What are we talking about? Uh, Episode two. Cool. And yeah. some other stuff. Yeah. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye. She was she was such a character in Archer. She was such a character in everything in Arrested Development. True, true. I don't understand this headline and I won't respond to it. Rest in peace. <laughs> I want to cry so bad, but I don't think I can spare the moisture. <laughs> She's so good. They had a boat in Arrested Development called the C Word, S E A W A R D, and they were trying to ditch it for like an insurance fraud scheme. Yeah. And someone said, get rid of the C Word. And she goes, I'll leave when I'm good and ready. <laughs>